Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day, seven days a week, usually only about 13 or 14 minutes, but it keeps us in God's word, and that's important for the strengthening of our faith because faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17, but it also helps keep us focused on our spiritual lives, and that's important, to keep that focus and strive to be what God wants us to be as a faithful follower of Him. We encourage you to share these short studies with everybody you can through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means. You may help somebody grow in their faith. You may help somebody come to God. You may help somebody get to heaven. What a great blessing that will be for them and for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today with everybody you can. We're going to move a little bit further in this line of thought and study. We're talking about how wonderful it is to be a Christian. I'm not sure that a whole lot of people really think about that. A lot of people, the devil has, you know, he has clouded their minds, their thinking, their focus in their lives, and they're living out there in the world, and they're lost. And, and again, he has clouded a lot of people's thinking into, into their mindset is, I don't really need the church, and, and I, you know, I don't really want to be involved in that, you know, and, and so they're living all kinds of worldly lives, which bottom line, we're talking about sinfulness, and they think it's okay. They don't give it much thought. They try to just keep God, for the most part, out of their thinking, out of their minds, and that goes with Jesus, too. Now, a whole lot of people, the most they think of God and of Jesus is when they start using their names in vulgar and profane ways, cursing and swearing. How sad that is. But the devil has his influence. But I want to talk to you. I wanted to help you try to get a different focus, a different mindset. I want to, we're talking about how wonderful it is to be a Christian. Now, what goes with becoming a Christian? Forgiveness, salvation, eternal life. We can talk to the creator of the universe every day, all day long if we want through prayer, and his power is there for us to tap into as we bring our petitions, our needs, our desires before him, and nothing is impossible with God. Luke 1 and verse 37. He is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. Ephesians 3 and verse 20. And because of his power, then our prayers have great power because of him to whom we're praying. James 5 and verse 16. But we can think about those, and certainly forgiveness, people need forgiveness. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans 3 and verse 23. And what's, what's the consequence of sin? Physical death is one of the upfront consequences, but eternal death. And we're not talking about being dead in the sense of being physically dead and the person is no longer alive and there's just a dead body there. We're not talking about that. We have a soul. God created us in his image with a soul. And so that soul goes on. Eternal death, as it's portrayed in Revelation 21 and verse 8, we're talking about eternal condemnation in hell. It's described by, by Jesus even as being a place of outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And we're talking about forever and ever. 
Now, that's the consequence of living a non-Christian life, living a, a life outside of Christ, living a life that is worldly rather than godly. We need forgiveness. We need salvation. And those would be two upfront blessings that are natural to think about in becoming a Christian. And if there was nothing else, we could say, oh, just from those two incredible blessings, how wonderful it is to be a Christian. We have hope that people who are not Christians don't have, or even people who think they're Christians, but they're not living the Christian life, they're living the worldly life, they don't have that hope, not realistically. But being a Christian, we have that hope. And we can talk to God in prayer, and we know he's there and that he hears us. But we also have this unique and very special and wonderful relationship with our brothers and sisters in Christ by virtue of being a Christian. Because in Romans chapter 12, verses 4 and 5, we read that God, when we become a Christian, number one, the Lord adds us to his church, Acts 2 and verse 47. But Paul says in Romans 12 and verses 4 and 5, God adopts us as his special children, special children, a unique relationship with him because we become a Christian. So he adopts us into his family. And what is his family? The church, the body of Christ. Ephesians 1, verses 22 and 23, Colossians 1 and verse 18 and verse 24. And so we have this unique identity with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We are part of his body, the church. And we are members, we are siblings within the family of God because he adopts us as his children. And so we have a whole lot of brothers and sisters in Christ, a whole lot of brothers and sisters who have become Christians themselves, who have been forgiven of their sins, Acts 2 and verse 38, as they were baptized into Christ, who have been born again, John 3 verses 3 through 5, and made new spiritually, 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17 who have come to salvation in Christ, Acts 4 and verse 12. We become a part of that family. And so we've been talking about the blessings of having all of our brothers and sisters in Christ. We are there to edify one another, 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 11. And that means to build up, to strengthen, to encourage, to be there for one another. And when you look at the other side of the ledger, those who are, their relationships, their friends, their role models are outside of Christ. Well, 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 33 says, the New International Version puts it very succinctly, bad company corrupts good character. So, we need to be there for each other. We can, we can share in one another's joy, in, but also in one another's sorrow. We talked about how wonderful it is in a physical family 
as we grow up and we go in our separate ways and maybe end up in different parts of the country, and then we come back together for some kind of a family reunion, maybe a birthday, maybe a holiday, maybe to celebrate mom and dad's 50th anniversary or grandma and grandpa's 50th anniversary. We come back together, and oh, there's such joy in seeing one another brothers and sisters coming back together and there's hugging and kissing and tears flowing and, and, and just expressions being given. You know, I, I, it's, it's so good to see you. I've missed you so much. You look so good. I love you so much. Those kinds of things. Every time people don't think they need to come together as the church to worship God, they think they can get by without that. Every first day of the week, as we come together to worship God, praise his name, study God's word together, it's a family reunion of God's family, and we're there for one another, and it's good to be together, good to be together. We should be ready, and we should know that we've got brothers and sisters in Christ who are ready to help us as the need is there and as the need is appropriate. Paul wrote in Galatians 6 and verse 2, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. And he's writing this to Christians about Christians. In 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 24, we read, let no one seek his own, but each one the other's well-being. You see, we need to care about one another. And in some cases, we need to care for one another. Philippians 2 and verse 4 Let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. Being aware of the needs of our brothers and sisters in Christ. You know, sometimes we just need to be with somebody. We just need some fellowship. And that that fellowship that we, we experience with our fellow Christians, our brothers and sisters in Christ, members of the Lord's church, oh, that's so special. That's so unique. There's a wonderfulness to that that is unique to all other relationships because we're on the same page. You know, I can travel all over the country, and I can find brothers and sisters in Christ. Have you ever thought about that, how special that is, how unique that is? I can do that. I, 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 can, I can ask somebody all across the country, would you please pray for, me, pray for me? And because they're my brother or sister in Christ, they're part of the Lord's church as I am, they can do that. In James chapter 5 and verse 16, confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much or has great power in its effects because we're praying to God. You know, I was involved in a hurricane when I lived down in South Louisiana for many years. In fact, we had a number of hurricanes and tropical storms and so on. But there was one that was cataclysmic. It was Hurricane Andrew. Did tremendous devastation, not just over uh, southern Louisiana, but but over parts of Florida as well, and, and went on into Texas. And I spent eight hours a day or two after that hurricane, something like that, or maybe it was three days, just answering the phone from brothers and sisters in Christ in congregations all over the country who heard in the news what had happened in our area, and they just kept calling 
eight hours straight, one after another. We heard what happened. Can we help? Is there something you need? And these were people I had never met before. I had never talked to, but they were my brothers and sisters in Christ. And that's why they called, because we were family. We are family. We're the family of God. We're the body of Christ. I had never seen anything like that to that degree, but eight hours straight. And I had call waiting. And so someone would, would, the phone would ring. I'd answer it. I'm already talking to somebody else on the other line. Can you hold on while I finish with this other call? Yes. And I'd finish with that call. I'd come to that one, and almost immediately somebody else would call. And it was that way for eight hours straight. People I had never laid eyes on, people I'd never talked to, but they were my brothers and sisters in Christ, and they cared, and they reached out. That is how wonderful it is to be a Christian. Let's pray. Father, help us to help people all around us see what they're missing, because how wonderful it is to be a Christian, and they're not. Please help us to be that kind of an influence, Father. Please, please, Father, and please forgive us and hear a prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.